Hello, Bakersfield. I'm Andre Gonzalez. I'm Rachel Magnus. I'm Jesus Gonzalez. I'm Carla Barrientos. And you're listening to Hello, Bakersfield, the podcast that's going to take its horse to the Old Town Road, going <laughs> to ride till I can't no more, going to take its horse to the Old Town Road. Why? Can nobody tell us? Nothing. There you go. Hey. I'm glad you joined yeah. that all. Thank you. Appreciate I was right there with you. I was like, okay, okay. Yeah. It's very appropriate for the outfit today, Andre. You're well, just missing the cowboy hat. Yeah, we'll yeah. Can we get later. Andre in a cowboy hat? We need to, yeah. Absolutely. We need a photo of you on our Instagram with the cowboy hat with that shirt on. All right, well, let's get to our show. I'm excited about our guest today, the owner of Sweet Tree Farms and Dagny's Coffee Shop, located in the heart of downtown Bakersfield, Annie Florindo. Welcome. Hi, Hi, good morning. We're glad you're here. Thank you. Happy to be here. Well, good. Well, before we get to our interview with Annie, we want to start as we do with uh, all of our episodes, and that is with our first segment, uh, Weekly Check-In. And this week, we we will start with Rachel with our highs and lows. Surprise. Yeah, no, I've been this morning racking my brain what my highs, lows are, how, what even I've done this week. It's another busy week in Bakersfield, but I am um, I think I'm really proud of myself because I have not, um, I made it to yoga this week and I had not been in like two months. And so I was really proud to carve some time out for myself and went to a lovely class at Samsara. One of my good friends, Tiffany Anderson, taught the class and um, it was just really lovely to be there. I can't wait to be back. Samsara is a yoga studio. Samsara Wellness Center. Um, Yeah, it's owned by Catherine and Stephen Winters and it's up behind Moo off of Truxton Extension. Oh, okay. So it's a great studio. They do um, yoga and different massage therapy and tattoos there as well. Um, Steven's an incredible tattoo artist. I believe they have another tattoo artist working with them now, but um, great studio, great people. And they do a lot of um, community classes, as free community classes throughout the community. So you'll see their name um, at different other centers around town. So that's my high. I don't think I have a low this week. I've been just trying to go, 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 and don't have time for lows. Oh. <laughs> Ain't nobody got like, time for that. There's <laughs> always time for lows. Yeah. I felt well, like I you might were be, like... I might be kind of smoothing over some of my real life, but, you know, that's not all appropriate for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you had a little rhyme there with your, you know, no time to slow and go. I thought you were going to start rapping like Andre. Just <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. I'm not it's, I'm not awake for that. I'm not awake enough. Whatever. <laughs> Well, I too do not have a low, um, but I do have a high. Uh, So I know I've mentioned before my friend Taylor on the podcast who just started her No Fuss Comedy Bus, um, which is the first... Another rhyme. Yes, another rhyme. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) It's the first um, comedy bus on wheels. And so um, I'm super excited to announce that she's going to be bringing the bus to Bakersfield on September 11th. Um, and the, the whole purpose of the bus, it's a pop-up comedy bus um, on wheels. And what they do is they uh, partner with local nonprofits to give back to the communities that they go to. And um, being that it's the first of its kind, it's traveling to some pretty big cities like Las Vegas, San Francisco, um, some really excited that she decided to bring the bus to Bakersfield. I think it's going to be uh, a super fun time. 
And um, their part, the nonprofit that they're going to be partnering with while they're in Bakersfield is actually the hub of Bakersfield. So a percentage of the um, proceeds from the tickets will go back to the, the hub. Um, and that's happening on September 11th. If you're interested in getting tickets, visit nofusscomedybus.com. I believe there are 20 bucks and it's going to be a really fun time. And it's going to be at Locale Farm to Table. Mm. Oh, sweet. So good okay. eats and good laughs. Very cool. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, thanks for sharing that. Yeah. I, I want to go. Get my tickets. There. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds awesome. I'm a comedy junkie. So Yay, so cool. if you want to meet us, uh, we'll be there. <laughs> what about you, Carla? So my high is kind of similar to Rachel's. Um, I'm on my fitness journey. You know, my son is getting older, and I'm trying very hard to you know, get as healthy as possible again, get strong again, because your body changes after you have a baby. Um, and so I decided to try getting a trainer. And so I have this trainer who is incredible. This is my first time ever doing personal training. Shout out Ashley Maine. Hmm. Um, and where are you working out? Uh, so I'm working out at in shape at my gym, but then I go to her gym mm. Which is a gym called Nas Power. That sounds very aggressive. Right? Yeah, it sounds, uh... <laughs> like it's it's the real deal. Like, there are people in there working out. I'm like, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> but she's amazing. She only trains women. So I it's it's really allowing me to kind of continue the journey I've had with having a baby where I've gotten even more in tune with my body and what I'm eating and what makes me feel good and what doesn't. Um but I have to tell you guys, I'm a little bit hungry today. So if you see me, you know, <laughs> snacking on something or it's, working out, we'll do that too. You burn into calories. You've got to nourish yeah. yourself. So yeah, but it's fantastic. So I, I'm excited to see my body change on the journey, and you guys can also watch my body change as well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind. We'll look forward to that. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Andre. Yeah. Uh, I my low. I really don't have a low. Um, Things are really great. I feel like we're the year is is going. Well, I, you know what? One low I do have is maybe this is just me, but I've been going into different stores around town, and I already see Christmas decorations up. Mm. And I love holiday. I love Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Winter, but to me, it's a little early to have anything right. related to December up. I agree. <laughs> so maybe I'm like Scrooge or curmudgeon. I don't know, but <laughs> can we enjoy little... Halloween at, at first, at least, please? Yeah. <laughs> Take it easy. Everything in its time. One at a ten. Yes. Right. I'm very like, just enjoy the ride. Like, let's not look too fo- much forward. Let's not even look back. Yeah. But I got to look to December. So I'm sorry I'm a curmudgeon, <laughs> people, but not at all. Thanks. Christmas yeah. in July. <laughs> yeah, a little early. <laughs> How about you? Oh, you know, this is my favorite time of the year where we start uh, moving into fall. I, I just love this season. And so, uh, you know, lots of things start happening. School just started this week. You know, it is, you know, kind of event season coming up where it seems like there's a lot of fundraisers and social gatherings um, before before the holidays start. So, I really enjoy the fall season, and it's still a little warm, but uh, it's actually, you know, this summer hasn't been as bad Mm-mm. as past Mm-mm. summers. We've had some really incredible days and beautiful evenings, so I'm thankful for that. And then also, I'm really excited about the hub of Bakersfield, because we launched the hub as a nonprofit corporation this year, just the beginning of, of 2019, and already it is flourishing, and uh, and we have several different committees I'm very proud of the People Committee. Uh, they have launched the Innovation Lab, and they've been working really, really hard uh, 
George Barrientos, uh, Caitlin Yates, Heather Laganelli all sit on that committee, and they've been doing a tremendous job. And they just interviewed, um, I think, 22 candidates, 21, 22 candidates. And uh, this is our first year launching this innovation lab, and we asked for applications from throughout the community, and over 28 people applied to be part of the innovation lab. That's incredible considering That's that amazing. this, you know, we have no track record. Yeah. This is the very first year the hub exists. Uh, and this is our first year for the innovation lab. And yet people saw the vision for the hub and people understood it and understood the mission. And so I'm really encouraged, not just for the hub, but for, for Bakersfield that we have a lot of people who, who understand that we have to continue to push forward, have a bigger vision for our city, and continue to work towards that. And and people who are willing to give time, energy, uh, even money uh, to make that happen. So it's an it was a really encouraging thing. So um, I think something like uh, they, they were the goal was to have eight to twelve people as part of this kind of academy, mm-hmm. um, and it looks like uh, they're accepting. Uh, about 16 people. They um, said it was really hard to even narrow it down that much. Right. And so we just had a board meeting last night. This is how I know all that. And uh, Rachel also sits on the board of directors for the hub. Um, so I'm just encouraged by by that success and what what is to come for the hub of Bakersfield. I think it's super exciting. I got to interview with actually um, uh, your husband, George, and with Heather this week for the Innovation Lab. So it was really interesting. George is such a great guy. Oh, thank you. He's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it went well. Yeah, I think I think it did. It's just so exciting when you get to talk about you know your dreams and your hopes for the city. It's really just the sky is the limit. I mean, not even the sky. Um, I don't know. I can't think of a better saying, but... Um, they're limitless. The limit does not exist. What yeah, a time to say. get ahead of it. Like, yeah. you know, this is from the ground up. So, I mean. It's exciting. So for you listeners who want to get involved, check out the hub of Bakersfield.com for ways for you to get involved. Yeah. No, it's definitely an exciting time indeed. Um, okay. Well, let's move on to our uh, guest Annie Florindo. Me? Yes. You. Welcome, Annie. <laughs> Hi. We're excited that you're here. And uh, we wanted to start out by just giving you giving you an opportunity to uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, my story. You want to hear my story? Yes. So yes. I came here in 1996 uh, to go to college at CSUB. Go runners. Uh, right. <laughs> beep, beep, zoom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I graduated. I was a teacher at South High for a couple years. Um, and then I moved on, uh, back to farming, which was, I was born and raised on a farm and I left Bakersfield for a period of time, started my farm and then went down to LA, moved there for a little while, started all these farmers markets, came back to Bakersfield. Um, I've lived here now again, the second time since 20, I believe it was 2010. And, uh, yeah, there's, uh, a lot going on for me. Uh, I just recently bought uh, Dagny's Coffee Shop a year, I think it was a year and three months ago. Um, and that's kind of like my short little quick story. Yeah. And then here I am with you guys. Yeah, you're originally from Tulare County, uh-huh. Dinuba. From Dinuba, a little Dinuba. small ag community. And um, 
as I was reading some of your interviews online, I, I didn't, I've always thought, I guess in recent history, that Kern County was the top of agricultural produce, mm-hmm. but Dinuburk to Larry County had been prior to that, and it's only uh-huh. just a few years that Kern yeah, County like took right that. Yeah, they together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what type of farming did your family do? Uh, we were fruit farmers, tomato growers, uh, uh, table grapes, and my farm, currently I, I love fruit. I'm into sweets. I got a sweet tooth, so I do peaches, plums, nectarines, pluots. The best stone fruit. Apricot. The best pluots. I made yeah. such an amazing right pie now. with those. Yeah. And phenomenal. Oh, yeah. I did see yeah. you open up something. I thought they were a plum, but... Yes, I corrected it, you. Yes. I think I DM'd you. <laughs> so, okay, I still don't really... <laughs> for our listeners, a pluot is a mix between... A plum and an apricot. A plum and an apricot. Yeah. And the flavor is just beyond. Mm-hmm. Now, Annie... I think the um, transition from education, teaching physical education to farming might um, require some explanation because it's not a natural (laughs) shift. So talk about what happened. I mean, actually, they kind of, they do go together because it's like, you know, health. Mm -hmm. And so I've always had an interest in in being healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, when I was younger, I played a lot of sports and that's why I came to Bakersfield. Uh, Super into physical activity. Um... And then, you know, I was born and raised on a farm, uh, so my entire life we're into eating healthy. Uh, I think they kind of go hand in hand, yeah. actually. Yeah. And um, you were able to buy the farm after you made some good real estate. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I have a, a kind of a weird little story about the house that I, I own right now. So I did, when I first got to Bakersfield, and I, an I became a, yeah, an Oleander mm-hmm. by BHS. Oh, maybe I shouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there on. <laughs> as long as you don't give me yeah, so I, li- <laughs> I live on Oleander, and um, I bought that house when I I became a teacher, and I you know started making just a teeny little bit of money, and made that initial investment. And you're 23 years old when you bought your first uh, something home. like that. Yeah, I wow. think so. I thought you were saying I'm 23 right now. <laughs> I, like, I love you. You looked 23. <laughs> yeah, I feel like so I think I bought it in 2000. I want to say 2001, and I don't know if you guys remember back then, but real estate, like, just, it, it, prices were, values went up, like, it seemed like overnight. So that house, I was able to sell it, um, and that was the most money I ever had during that time in my life. So I took that money, started my farm, sold that house, moved back home, started my farm, and then, uh, you know, did my thing, farmer's markets, whatever. And then in 2010, that same house came up for sale. So I bought it Such again. a good story. Wow. Yeah. And, and I bought it from the woman house. who I sold it to. Yeah. And did you, con- you just, did you see it on the market or? You know what? I didn't. It was a friend. I, I was, uh, I put it out there to a few friends. I said, hey, I think I'm going to move back to Bakersfield. If you see anything, I want a little fixer upper. I gave them a price range, and it was actually out, slightly out of the price range that I mentioned. And so no one was was telling me about it. And then finally one friend said, hey, there's this cute house. It's it's a little out of your price range that you mentioned, but I think it's super cute. So she took me, and we passed by. And I was like, hey, I owned this house before. So something about it, like, in my mind, I was like, oh, I'm supposed to buy it back again. Yeah. <laughs> what drew you back to Bakersfield after leaving for mm. some you know what? Nobody's ever asked me that. <laughs> but there is something about Bakersfield yeah. that I've always, um, from the moment I got here, uh, it felt like home. And it reminded me of back home, but it's just a, a little bit of a bigger city. Uh, there's a lot of opportunity here. 
Um, and man, that that is hard to really explain. What yeah. what is it about Bakersfield? It's one of those things that I can never find the right words because I just love Bakersfield. It's something that's close yeah. to my heart for some reason. The people, um, I've always felt really good here, good vibes. So I think that's mostly what brought me back. It's different like than that. LA. I've lived in LA. Yeah, I live. I've been a lot of places. I've worked in San Francisco. There's the big hustle and bustle. LA's like that too. Uh, I'm into like the speed in which we we are living, um, yeah. which we're excited. I think we're really excited. Uh, but it's just at a, a somewhat of a, a slightly slower pace that I'm into. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, one one thing I if anybody follows Sweet Tree Farms or Annie on Instagram, you realize that the weekend life of a farmer who deals farmers markets mm-hmm. is quite crazy. Crazy. And it started, I mean, it's starting today. <laughs> yeah. I know. She's like, I can only do this interview if I'm the first one because I've got to get on the road. So tell what does a normal weekend like? How many farmers markets are you at at this point? We are going to do eight this weekend. Uh, so and they're my, all over California. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're going to go up north. First, I go up north after this interview, uh, which is only, it's not that far. An hour and a half is uh, where my farm's at in Dinuba. We'll load up a bunch of trucks. Uh, we start coming and trucking it back down South, and I do a couple markets here in Bakersfield, the Saturday Brimhall and Callaway. Um, that's the Brimhall Farmer's Markets from 9 to 1. And then Sunday, we do uh, the Kaiser Permanente Farmer's Markets, actually Hagen Oaks, uh, from 9 to 2. But then that truck continues on, and we go to L.A., and we do markets in Orange County, Irvine. I'm all the way down in Little Italy, San Diego, Wow, uh, Vista, Claremont, Montrose, Hillcrest. That's San Diego, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so uh, I'll be back here Sunday night, maybe 10 p.m. And yeah. you are always selling at these markets. It's mm-hmm. like, you seem to really enjoy that, like, face-to-face. That's and- my that's my jam. Mm-hmm. I like hanging out with the community, all these different communities, um, and it's probably what brings me the most joy, I think. So yeah. you, to, you must be able to meet so many interesting people thousands and see and so thousands. many different mm-hmm. cities. Um mm-hmm. Is there one that you prefer over the other? You know what? They all have their their uniqueness about them, and I I love them all. And I try to part of like my job. What I try to do is visit all the different communities at least yeah. once a month. Uh, I never really get stuck at one market, and I think that's there's beauty in that just to hang out with all these different types yeah. of people. Um, it being in a f- farm that's in Kern County is Gertrude's are all in. To Larry, mm-hmm. so but you know you do have a lot of like we have huge farming going on, mm-hmm. huge corporate farming. What is that relationship like? Is it harder for you as a small farmer? It has been tough um, in terms of labor because like the the larger uh, companies will come in and you know they all always offer that higher wage, and so mm-hmm. you're losing you're losing uh, potential employees because of that. But we also, the types of employees or, you know, I always call them kids because I, I, there is like an age range that, that of, of employees that come to me, they're early 20s, 20 to 26 maybe. Um, and why do I get a, a certain type of person? I think they're trying, you know, they're, they're younger and I'm able to be somewhat of a mentor to them. And I think that comes along with my, my education uh, background where I was a teacher, so mm-hmm. I've always kind of carried that with me, and I'm able to like take them and kind of 
guide them cl- like they're I'm close to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm not, I'm not sure what I'm trying to say exactly, but but I am getting a certain type of employee. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I'm developing a, a close relationship with them and trying to like help them to the next step in their life. Yeah. Well, and you were starting to talk about labor. Um, how it's hard competing with larger farms. Yes, yes, yes. That's been tough. Yeah, I'm sure. But, but somehow we make it work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's never a, sh- a shortage of of young adults out there that want to work hard. And then on top of that, you're um, working in a male dominated f- industry, and you're a badass female. <laughs> but, um, so they say. <laughs> <laughs> Have there been any challenges that you faced? Because of that? You know, honestly, um, maybe I'm just fortunate or lucky, but I've always been surrounded by just amazing uh, people, males, that have just embraced what I'm trying to do, and and they've been teachers to me, and, and they've always kind of helped me along the way. Mm-hmm. There's never really, again, maybe I'm just fortunate. I can't think of anyone who's kind of... Well, that's wonderful to hear. Get out of yeah. here. Mm-hmm. You don't belong, you know? That's awesome. So have you been able to find ways to fuse your farm and your coffee shop, you know, kind of, you know, we're, we're slowly work, working on that. Yeah. Uh, but there was like initially the idea of like when I bought Dagny's, yes, I was just extremely excited about, Oh, mm-hmm. you know, I can, I can start introducing our, you know, local food. Um, but it does, you know, there are those challenges of how to, to get that into the coffee shop. And I think my first year really buying it was just understanding there's a system in place already that's working. Um, it's a successful little coffee shop. And Mike, the previous owner, he knew what he was doing. And so part of my first year was just, let me just come in and understand his system, what he created, what is working. And then from there now we're making small little changes. Yeah. But there, yeah, my thoughts are we're going to do more more local food. And and since I'm in farming, it seems like a kind of a, a good transition to get that in there. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's talk a little bit about Dagny's because it is an institution for downtown Bakersfield. Um, you know, when I, on a personal note, when I first moved back home, um, I started, I was starting a nonprofit and I worked basically out of Dagny's every day. And so you worked there. Oh wait, I you worked, worked out of there. I got yeah. you. I'm like, and wait, then, and actually rented, a, <laughs> rented an office right above Dagny's for uh-huh. a number of years. And so it was, it, you know, it's a very special place to me and it's a special place to many people in the community. So I, I'm just curious what inspired you to purchase Dagny's and what was your, what was your hope initially? You know, I think, so timing's everything, Um, and during that time when the opportunity uh, came up to buy Dagny's, I was personally feeling a lack of community here in Bakersfield, that I was lacking it, that feeling part of the community, and I I think that was happening just because with my farm and traveling so much to all these other communities, I'm there briefly where I'll go to, you know, Hillcrest Farmer's Market, I'm there for eight hours and then I'm gone and I don't return there until maybe two to three weeks, right? So I'm doing this, I'm bouncing around community to community and and I'm I'm here in Bakersfield, you know, I'm just kind of passing through. I do have a home here, but my farm's up north, so I'm just constantly doing this round and round and round thing. And so I was definitely feeling like I wasn't part of the community. I wasn't really getting out there in Bakersfield. Um, and then one of my buddies who was going to buy it, so, you know, he proposed that maybe I buy it. And I thought, 
when I first came to Bakersfield in 96, you know, I did go to to Dagny's and I, I do remember that when I got there, like walked into the little shop, I was like, there was this really cool vibe going on in there. Uh, like you mentioned, there's uh, you you worked there, right? Like you would go set up shop or whatever, right. do mm-hmm. your work or whatever. And so it still has that. Um, all these, I see these same faces every day and it had that great community feel. So I mean, I think I bought it for my own selfish reasons. <laughs> <laughs> well, I really, I've admired, um, over the last year, we've had some conversations about your plans for Dagny's and mm-hmm. every time you harness the conversation with, but I don't want to change too much. You know, I want to be, mm-hmm. you really want to respect the culture that has been established at mm-hmm. Dagny's and it does have a culture. It definitely yeah. has a culture. And, um, but then you've done some really neat things like that you've implemented, like the open mic night, which is mm-hmm. uber successful. Which we canceled last night. I know. but <laughs> That's it's, okay. Emergencies, you know. <laughs> um, what are some of the other things that you've done um, so part, you know, we need to, uh, these are little things, but the equipment's outdated. Mm-hmm. Um, so we definitely need to get new equipment in there. Uh, I definitely want to promote, uh, just any, any business that's local that we can get in there. Um, like there's now a uh, new, uh, which we didn't have before, but a local beer scene breweries. Mm-hmm. There's Tambler. There's, uh, I don't know if I'm saying this correctly, but people say it different ways. Dionysus, Dionysus. I want to get those guys. Well, they're actually, we do have, I think, two of their beers in there right now. But one of my my fun ideas, because I'm a beer drinker, <laughs> is I want to rip out the back counter, put more beer taps, and awesome. get some more music in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like uh, this Monday, we're going to have Dancing Tommies coming. I don't know if you guys ever heard that little band. Are they're they local a, a little or? group of brothers and sisters, and they're super cute. Awesome. You should come in on oh, Monday. Cool. Yeah. They're rad. That's mm-hmm. sweet. So yeah, yeah just uh, you know, part of what I want to do is just get more music for sure mm-hmm. to draw people out, um, drink a little beer. We're gonna get more food. Uh, so kind of yeah. like a pub almost, or a little bit more in that direction. Kind of, yeah. Definitely want more food. Yeah, we're working on that. Yeah, and you've been also getting more involved in like events like Second Saturday. You mm-hmm. guys have promotions, and then you also support our lecture series at the museum. Um, so thank you for that. You're welcome. Thank so you. definitely getting Dagny's name out there. Yeah, and I want to like I want to get my employees out there is what I, mm-hmm. I want to do. So yeah, like, I keep trying to you know. I tell them about You've it. You've got a hey, great guys. staff, though. That's the, every time you walk into Dagny's, and like you'll see somebody that you yeah. recognize, and they're always so friendly. And so, yeah, they're, they're really good. good. I got <laughs> I got lucky with that one. Dagny's is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing project for me. So, how can our listeners keep uh, updated on what uh, is to come with Dagny's? Probably the best way is uh, social media. Instagram yeah. is like our number one thing. Great. So, Dagny's and- coffee. Uh, Dagny's Coffee. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And and Sweet Tree Farms <laughs> also has an Instagram. I have an Instagram too, Sweet, Sweet. Tree Farms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So be sure to find them on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Great. Thank you, Annie, for being here as our You're guest. You're welcome. This is awesome. We want to play a little game with you if Uh-oh. we can. Okay. I like right. games. And yeah, mm-hmm. this is what do I win? Um, <laughs> our love and affection. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, this is uh, we call seventy three questions inspired by Vogue's seventy three questions. Okay. And uh, we are going to go through a lightning round of questions that we're going to pose to you. We need your quick, honest answer. Um, and then uh, we are going to tally up the number of um, answers you give. And again, 
if you win, you win all of our love and affection for I can't wait for years <laughs> to come. Yeah. So okay, so uh, we're going to begin with uh, Carla, then Jesus, Rachel, and then myself, and we'll continue to round robin. And round and we round will we begin. Go. Let me get yeah. my stopwatch ready. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to get beat up right now. <laughs> okay, get some stretches in. Here we go. Five minutes on the clock, and we're going to begin right now. Sweet or savory? Savory. When or where do you feel most at peace? At the farm. What is your power color? Blue. Who has had the biggest influence in your life? Mr. Lara. Uh, what's your favorite band or musician? I love Nirvana. <laughs> Which Bakersfield Park is your favorite? Park? Yes. Ah, <laughs> beach? <laughs> <laughs> Best vacation you've ever taken? Italy. If you could travel back in time 20 years and you had only five seconds to tell a younger self one thing, what would it be? Have more fun. Movie that never gets old. Mm, Pretty in pink. Favorite architectural work in Bakersfield? Mm, God, I don't know. That, I like 1800, that okay. building that yeah. they oh, did. Yeah. yeah. Morning person or night owl? Both. Favorite comfort food? Mashed potatoes. Bakersfield's best kept secret. It could be a place, person, thing, whatever, event. Jerry's Pizza. What is a it's cha- not a secret, though. <laughs> <laughs> what is a challenge you've had to overcome in the city of Bakersfield? I know this is supposed to be fast. That's a hard one. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest challenge? Yes. Oh, God. I can't. I don't <laughs> I cannot. Biggest challenge. <laughs> I don't know. Nothing's a challenge, really. Okay, that's. <laughs> I gotta go with the flow. Uh, yeah. yeah. So. Do you make New Year's resolutions? No. Uh, when do you feel happy? I always say this. I'm at, happy at the farm. When you feel overwhelmed, what do you do? Breathe. What's a bad habit of yours? Drink too much beer. (laughs) How do you like to spend your birthday? Huntington Lake. Favorite quote? I think I can. I think I can. (laughs) Best gift you've ever received? Love. Favorite brunch item? Mimosa. That's what I said. (laughs) Uh, Who was your childhood crush? Oh, no. Madonna. <laughs> uh, describe the perfect party. Uh, maybe four friends like this. Some cocktails. Oh, hey. And a little <laughs> meat and cheese board. <laughs> Minus the meat. I'm not into it right now. <laughs> uh, what app on your phone do you use the most? Instagram. Ooh. Uh, Cardi B or Nicki Minaj? Nikki. (laughs) (laughs) What's your favorite season? Fall. What will they say in your eulogy? She was fun. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) What are you craving right now? French fries. (laughs) Favorite musical artist? Hmm. I really love Elvis. Mm. Best dessert in Bakersfield. Best dessert. 
Sorry, guys. Best dessert. I don't eat dessert. Like I eat fruit. What? My fruit. <laughs> there you go. Sweet treat. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Funniest joke you've heard. Knock knock. Who's there? Knock knock. <laughs> <laughs> Your mama? <laughs> I don't think I want to move forward. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Do I continue? <laughs> Your mama who? No, no, no. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> it's burning up in here. <laughs> it is getting warm. <laughs> All right. Uh, ice Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice or Under Pressure by Queen Bowie? Ice Ice Baby. Yeah. <laughs> Three words to describe Bakersfield. Fun. Opportunity. Mm, peaceful. What's the worst job you ever had? Hmm. I've never had a worse job. I've loved them all. Yeah. They've all oh. been good. And that is time. <laughs> Man, you guys. Good job. We, we got we sucked at that. Hey, 30, no. No. <laughs> no, 31 questions. That's really good. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Some people are in yeah, the low 20s. Fire. So. Oh, really? Okay. No, That's what we were telling up how many I could answer. What's up? Yeah. That yeah. was the competition. Yeah. You might be top three, actually. I really? Mean, yeah. Okay. Nope. Shit. And I wasn't really going into it thinking, okay, I got to do lots of answers. Okay. Natural. You're just naturally a winner, Annie. There you go. <laughs> I do want to quickly, um, I do want to quickly thank M. Cater, Aaron um, on Instagram, the Joe Ariola, and Chris G for submitting questions. If you want to uh, hear your questions on air, go ahead and submit them to hellobakersfield.com. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> You're just really good at that. <laughs> you really are. Oh, Such a pro. You are. Thank you. <laughs> well, Annie, Florida, thank you so much for being a guest on the Hello Bakersfield podcast. Thank you. We appreciate it. Hopefully someday we can have a live show at uh, Dagny's. That'd be fun. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll now go get that. to your slinging fruit. Here I go. <laughs> <laughs> What's in season right now? Uh, a lot of pluots, okay. uh, peaches, nectarines. And so I've still got, stone um, fruits. Or- stone fruits mm-hmm. still. Yep. Mm. Pluot pie. One of my <laughs> most favorite plums is starting too. In like and what one is week, that? The Emerald Butte plum. Mm. It's really why the farm exists. Really? So what, what makes it. that plum so special? Uh, okay, so it's this really bright, amazing color, uh, emerald green color. Um, the, the, the green flesh the, the fruit the... on the outside. Oh, um, love The fruit inside is somewhat yellow. Okay. Uh, but it's a texture thing for me. It's crisp. Uh, the the skin is somewhat thin. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, with, it, it's sweet inside with a slightly tart skin. So good. Oh, wow. Okay, come in. Everybody go get you some. Yeah, yeah. it's time for Emerald, you to make another pie. Yes. Emerald, Emerald Butte Plum. Emerald Butte. Coming to a farmer's market near you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, Annie, thank you so much for being here on thank the Hello you. Bakersfield podcast. And that is our show, ladies and gentlemen. Be sure to help us out and rate and subscribe to our podcast on any platform. Uh, a special thanks to our producer, Brian Boozer with Om Studios, located in the heart of downtown Bakersfield, and to Hate Drugs for our opening and closing theme music. We'll be back, Bakersfield, with another episode of Hello, Bakersfield, soon. But until then, bye, Bakersfield. Goodbye. Adios. Bye, Bakersfield. Adios. Adios.